Hello, my name is Cody Bradburn, and you're listening to the Forge Podcast based out of CrossFit Mountain Island in Charlotte, North Carolina. In this podcast, we discuss optimization of physical and mental health through fitness, nutrition, and the pursuit of self-mastery through personal development with the foundation of traditional American values. We'll help you decipher fact from fiction and give you tools to make your life better, your relationships more fulfilling, and pursue your purpose in life. If you gain any value from our podcast, we ask you to leave an honest five-star review and share the podcast with someone who may be positively impacted from what we discussed today. Have a blessed day. Now, let's get started. All right, guys, uh, welcome to uh, the Forge Podcast. Today, we're going to interview uh, Michael Herring. Michael's been a member at our gym here across about Nine for a little over a year now. And he's, without a doubt, one of the most interesting members that we have here. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. Um, Michael, so you've been here since, what would you say, like February so, last year? Yeah, so I um, was invited to bring a friend with us. February. That's so, right, Rebecca invited you, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So just, that was our first one. Um, just hit a year. Um, you know, when I, when I came here, I, I had no, I, I didn't know what to expect. I was aware of CrossFit, yeah. uh, you know, what, what, what CrossFit was, but... Um, you know, I never really thought seriously about getting into it. Um, hmm. But, you know, was that? Uh, well, you know, I, I think naturally, um, so I, I, you know, I would watch the CrossFit games, you know, and okay. I was aware of people like Rich Froning and, yeah. you know, some of the big names, and I would watch um, uh, the, the CrossFit games. What, one of my old buddies that I went to high school with, Kyle, Kyle Bernier. Yeah, um, yeah. Kyle. I ran track with Can I tell the story of Kyle? Yeah, yeah. So he's, you know, has been a good friend of mine. Um, ran track with him. He showed me a picture of you and him like at a track meet. Once. Yeah, 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 back back in high school. Yeah, um, dude. I, so Kyle and I. It's funny you say that running tracks. I'm not a runner, but mm-hmm. I went to regionals in 2018, mm-hmm. and Kyle and I were competing head to head, side by side on a workout that had a three mile run in it on a true form runner. And we were we literally got off the we got off the runner at the same time and sprinted to the finish line. Wow, neck neck. Yeah, I mean, he was a, he played football. He uh, ran track. He was kind of good at everything. So at CrossFit really really suited him. But anyways, I knew he was doing well in CrossFit, so I was kind of aware of it mm-hmm. through watching, you know, what, what he was posting. But uh, it looked um, pretty intense. Sure. And I don't have a weightlifting background. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in high school, I tried football. I tried baseball. I tried basketball. And I just Kind of, kind of got my ass kicked because I was sure. just a you know, little skinny, tall, lengthy kid. And, yeah. um, so I uh, ran track yeah. high school and college. Yeah. Um, was a pretty good runner. Really enjoyed yeah, well, it. Like, what were some of your numbers? Um, like best Because you, you ran in college, right? Yeah. yeah. That, from my perspective, college sports is an accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I ran Division Two, cool. um, and you know, I won my fair share of, of races and conference championships, things like that. But, yeah. you know, if I were to compete in D1, I probably would have been just, you know, an average runner. So, like, what, what did you run? So, I ran, um, so, in, in cross-country, you have, the, the men's race is an 8K, which is five miles. Um, and I would run in the high 25s, low 26s, which so is average average? about five minutes a mile. Yeah. Um, five miles. For five miles, yeah. That's um, And these are on cross-country hilly courses. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I've run half, I qualified for the national championships in the half marathon. Yeah. Um, oh, my, yeah. my freshman year, um, you know, That's I was awesome. reaching like five thirty miles for half or 13 miles. Wow. Yeah. Um, but I, I like track more. I, you know, I ran four sixteen, mm-hmm. four fifteen in the mile. Yeah. Um, 154 in the 800. Mm-hmm. I ran 40 high 48s in the 400. Um, so, you know, I could run the long distance events. Yeah. I could run the short distance events. Interesting. Um, is that a common no. skill set? It doesn't sound like it. Like, I feel like you're either a sprinter or you're a long distance. Yeah. Runner. Yeah. It's rarely that you're both. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't really have a distance runner's body. Have you ever heard uh, Andy Goppin? No, is he the guy that. He's a doctor. Uh, He's like yeah. a sports, like um, a sports exercise science doctor. His name is ringing, ringing a bell, but um, I, don't, I don't know. But you should look into his stuff. I think you really get, like, you really enjoy it. He does a lot of. Um, studies on muscle fibers mm-hmm. so you got type 1 type 2 muscle fibers yes yes it sounds like you have a blend of both which is makes you which is a good candidate for like a crossfit crossfitter i think for for me um running didn't come naturally to me i mean when i first started i, I couldn't run a mile without snapping mm, one. Yeah. i i at the, you know at that point in my life i what point in your life so in high school when i got into running yeah um i was 16 i was living by myself i like my my family at that point, mm-hmm. um, and I was thinking to myself, okay, if I'm going to go to college, yep. you know, I, I'm going to have to figure out a way to pay for that, right? So I, you know, focused on my grades, I had 4.0, and was yep. going to get an academic scholarship. But I thought, let me try to get into sports for sure. Um, so That's after interesting, you had that foresight at 16. It, well, yeah. So no one in my family went to college, yeah. and I knew that. It wasn't cheap. I knew I wasn't gonna have sure. any support. So well, I was just to think that like you cared, like you had the, you're aware of your future. I think that I need to get my academics in order and also have a plan to be with sports and athletics. Mm-hmm. That's, I didn't have those thought processes at six years old. Yeah, really interesting. Um, I mean, I was kind of forced into a lot of those hmm. thoughts because after, yeah, I, I realized you know, no one is helping me here. Right. Um, hmm. So I, I tried a number of sports and running was kind of my last. I think option and sure. I, I knew I needed to make it work um, and I mm-hmm. figured in running you can stand out more and you know there's hundreds of, of, of football players that are yeah, getting scholarships sure. and you know if you're a good runner you can stand out pretty pretty interesting pretty quickly um, yeah so I just made it my goal to make it to the state championships and, and high school and that's how you get recognized by college coaches okay. and get recruited so that's what that's that happened to me that's what paid for my Wow, college was a track scholarship. Yeah, but uh, but anyways, take taking that and going, um, you know, connecting to the CrossFit. When I finished college, I wasn't going to continue running. So Mm -hmm. a lot of my buddies that I ran with still run together. Sure, they 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 just it's hard to give up. Yeah, Um, so it's a habit for their life. It is. Yeah, running for me was essentially a goal to get through college. Through college, Um, a lot of my buddies are grown men and they weigh 130 pounds and they're still string beans because they run yeah, eight miles a week still. Yeah, a ton. I didn't want to look like that. Why do you think, it, well, I don't even interrupt at all, but do you think that people that do that, is it because running has taken over their identity and they're afraid of sacrificing and losing that? Or do you think it's just a habit that's ingrained? Well, no, that, that's definitely a thing. I mean, you have, you know, athletes, yeah, most, well, not most people, a lot of people grow up in sports, they, they play sports in middle school, high school, some make it and play sports in college. There's, a, you know, a very small percentage of people that can make it to the pros. Sure. And so you're involved in athletics and sports your whole life. 
middle school, high school, college, and then you get done with college, and it just it just abruptly stops. Right. And then you that's have, a keyword abruptly. And then you have to go get a job and figure out how to yeah, support, support yourself and a family. And what drove you almost your entire life through sports, being on a team, having yeah. that camaraderie, having yeah. that competition, is just gone. Right. And yeah, a lot of people lose their identity because yeah. their identity was in sports. And if you're in a small town, you know, you can make you're a pretty big name. You're, you're a yeah. superstar. For yeah. sure. Um, I mean, I was in, you know, I went to Murphy High School, which is yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Right. Um, 400 people at my high school. Total. Yeah. So I was in the newspaper all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People knew about me. Um, yes, yeah, so you, 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 you get through a college and that, that's just all gone. Yeah. And so some people, um, you know, if you're on a football team or a basketball team, it's oh, hard yeah. to continue that because yeah, if you're a runner, run. you can still do yeah, that. You can join, you can join running clubs, For sure. you know, um, after I was done with running, I had no interest in continuing. Mm -hmm. Um, so I graduated college. How long ago was that? May of 2016. Okay. So between that and joining here, I didn't run for five years. Interesting. Uh, what were you doing? So I was just going to the gym. I would I would go to you know places like Fitness Connection, Planet Fitness, yeah, just these sure. typical same, gyms. Yeah, same Twenty bucks a month. Mm -hmm. um, you just kind of figure it out. Good, yeah. you, 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 you know, just doing bench press, yeah. biceps, some squats, just your right. basic things, trying to figure it out. Um, and I, I, I was missing the competitive aspect of playing sports. I yeah. was, um, you know, I've always been, it depends on who you compare yourself to, sure. but in decent yeah. shape, Sure, but uh, nowhere, I wasn't seeing the improvements I was wanting to see. What were those improvements you wanted to see? Um, I wanted to, to put on muscle, yeah. you know, going from kind of a, a skinny runner frame, yeah. I wanted to learn how to lift weights properly. I wanted yeah. to learn Olympic weightlifting. I wanted to build a better um, physique. Um, and that's hard to do without the proper coaching and guidance. And, hmm. you know, right. So just kind of guessing. You're just kind of guessing. And yeah. yeah. And, you know, hurting yourself sometimes. Really? Um, I, I had a number of injuries. Um, because I was either not lifting properly or I was trying to lift too much or I was sure. kind of had an ego, you know, you go to the yeah. gym and, you know, there's a cute girl in the squat right next to you. you. Yeah, yeah. you're looking at you and you're piling on the yeah, weights. Yeah, looking at the cool. Um, so I was just making very small incremental steps towards my goals and I'm not a very patient person mm. and I, I wasn't growing as quickly as I wanted to. Right. Uh, so when Rebecca brought up the idea of coming to bring a friend week, I was like, you know, I don't, what the heck? I don't, I'm all about trying new stuff. Sure. Yeah. Putting myself in positions that might be a little uncomfortable, but you yeah, learn. It could lead to growth. Um, and after being here for a year, I mean, I, I think CrossFit is an awesome opportunity for ex high school and college athletes hmm. who are still looking for that kind of competition aspect. Yeah. They're still looking for that kind of team camaraderie aspect right. um, that you just don't. You can't get yeah. in life anymore. Um, yeah. yeah. After, after sports. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I came into this with really no expectations. I just told myself I would give it a year. Yeah. Just have fun with it. Right. And, you know, kind of see where, where it takes me. And, uh, and 
I really loved it. Yeah. Um, I, you know, someone asked me um, earlier this week, um, I was talking to an old friend that I had that I hadn't seen in years. Um, I met him for coffee. And oh, coffee twice this week? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little unusual. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, um, she was telling me that 2021 was probably the best year of her life oh, that's up, cool. you know, up to this point. And, yeah. I, and I, you know, immediately agreed. And really? I said, you know, 2021 was, I think, by far the best year of my life. And for a lot of reasons, but, yeah. you know, I think oh, yeah. I would be. That's probably not a common sentiment after the past couple of years. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, which is, it's, no, it's cool that that's, you can say that, right? Because I wonder how many people right now are, you know, maybe at, in, at, at home by themselves or in the car going to work or back from work and they're just like, I wonder if they could say the same. Thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've had obviously an interesting last couple of years for sure. with COVID and things yeah, happening, for sure. you know, happening politically. I've been thriving since this yeah. whole COVID situation. But it's funny because it's like, how much of your identity and your day to day life do you get value from or place weight in, like your experience with COVID or politics? Like, how much? Not much. Not much right. So yeah. it can't. How can it? It can't really impact. Exactly. Because you're not. You're not filling your consciousness of it. Exactly. And, and I, I mean, th there's a lot of things that contribute to why last year was probably the best year of my life, but I think CrossFit was a big part of that. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, there are things that I can do now with my body that I honestly it couldn't come close to doing when I first started here. What were some things? I mean, when I first started here, I, I mean, I could barely do, you know, five to ten strict pull-ups. Um, I wouldn't even think about doing, um, you know, a snatch or an overhead squat. Or, Why is that? I, did, I didn't know how to do it, and I couldn't do it. Did you ever, like, try watching videos online or having a personal trainer? Um, I never had a personal trainer. Um, I don't know if that was more of... I don't know if it was more of an ego thing, but I mean, you would get personal trainers coming up to you at like oh, yeah, Planet sure. Fitness, and, and these people, people are there. like, a lot of them are not in, not in shape. shape. Yeah, and they still, don't have any credibility. Yeah, so that's why I never went that route. But uh, yeah, that makes sense. So then, like, you had an idea of things that you wanted to learn, but then there wasn't really a clear avenue on how to pursue that. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's hard to teach yourself. It is. That's really hard to teach yourself. Um, but when I first came here, I had a lot of shoulder stability issues. Mm -hmm. Um, which I had to, to work on. Um, yeah. I in, in cross country and track in college, we did very elementary Olympic lifting. So I would do some some deadlifts, some yeah. very basic, you know, power clean moves, sure. and, and very basic weightlifting. Um, you know, I worked with a strength and conditioning coach um, that was essentially assigned to the track and cross country teams, yeah. but you know. You don't have to do a ton of weightlifting in, in running. Usually, sure. I think it's I think it's a very important part of running. I think I was a better runner than most because I would spend extra time at the gym. I believe it. Strengthening, you know, my, my legs, my quads, yeah. my, my arms, my chest. I believe it. Um, um, but um, yeah, so if things like Olympic lifting, I was a little nervous about even trying. Yeah, man, um, it's risky business if you if you're going into unprepared. Yeah. Um, you know, I never really, you know, prior to joining here, you know, I, I would you know, go to the gym and I would just put on 135 sure. and, and do a bunch of reps on squats and yeah. deadlifts. Um, and then I'm just curious, like, how was your body adapted to that? What change did you see? 
In terms of when I first started here or before? Uh, prior to that. So prior to coming here, like when you were doing, you said, so you walk in the gym, because I can imagine a lot of people have a similar experience. They'll go to the gym, kind of have an idea of what they should be doing, but they're kind of still guessing a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And then it's, um, yeah, I'll go to the squat rack, do a couple stretches, or maybe I'll hit like a half hour on the treadmill or the stair climber, and then I'll go over to the weight room section and maybe grab some dumbbells, um, do some incline bench, some curls in front of the mirror, and then I'll go to the squat rack, empty barbell, some squats, 135, Sets a 10, and it's like, I'll just keep doing that and then text on my phone within sets. Yeah. And then I'm just like, I hope this works. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I mean, for years, I would just be lifting the same amount of weight. Yeah. I, I, I was getting a little stronger, sure. but small marginal gains. Small marginal gains. Um, and, you know, just naturally, you know, I, I'm, I'm a pretty health conscious person. I, I, I'll say so. My, my diet mm -hmm. has been a big focus of mine. So, um, you know, I, I, I was making very minor improvements, um, but still nothing like I, I you know, I was, I was wanting to make. Um, and I think the biggest thing that's helped me with, with CrossFit here is the consistency um, and the variety. You know, mm -hmm. so you, a lot of people just go to the gym and do the same step all the time. Right. And, yeah. you know, you, you, your muscles get used to that. Obviously, you're not essentially su surprising your muscles anymore. Adaptation occurs, and then it's just the new normal. Yeah. So I think what I really liked about when I was first doing, you know, doing the workouts here was the variety of like that's kind of what kept you in after adrenaline was all the variety of movement, all the variety I like. There's just something about working out with a group of people that is so fun to me. Uh, I mean, it goes back to, I mean, ancestry, like our ancestry. It's like it's we're, we're communal people. Yeah, like there's there's not many things that make me more satisfied than coming here, you know, in the middle of my day for a workout, you know, there's some music playing, everyone's coming, you're, you're kind of yeah. chit-chatting, yeah. you're getting ready, you're warming it's up. It's like campfire, you're just sitting around hanging out, and, you're, and you know, socializing. we start the workout, the music, it, it's just, it jacks me up so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, and it's my, in most, most days, it's my favorite part of the day. Yeah. Um, something I look forward to. Right. Um, That's the goal. A lot of people view exercise as kind of a chore. It's, it's absolutely a chore. Yeah, they're like, I don't, I don't know if I like, 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 like doing this today. For me, it's it's a part of my day that I have to have. If I don't have it, I feel like something is missing. I'm really curious. So like that's, you're, you're describing the lifestyle of someone that most people aspire to be. Like most people that I talk to on a day-to-day -day basis that are in my gym or just anywhere, like they know that it's possible to look forward and enjoy exercise. Yeah. But it seems like um, an alien idea. Like they can't really relate to it or understand it. So like, because I agree, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like I can't imagine a day where I'm not being physically active. Like it fulfills me, right? Um, it's part of my identity to a degree now. Yeah. And that, that, that creates these physiological responses that we have that we like, mm -hmm. but that's a byproduct yeah. of the lifestyle that we that we find ourselves pursuing, but I'm curious, like for you, how do you, can you identify? Because that that's for most people, that seems like um, like that's the end goal. But there's this valley I can't get past. Mm -hmm. and like this is where I'm at. That's where I want to be, but I don't know how to get there. There's no bridge. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it, it doesn't happen overnight. I think it's something that um, it's it's a healthy habit that you have to that you have to create. Like for for me. Going to CrossFit or exercising 
daily is not, it's just built into my days now. So it's yeah. something I even think or question. Um, right. I mean, it's if, not I, an option. if I can't make it to CrossFit, it's, you know, it's because um, work meetings have consumed my day, but I will still go out and run or do some type of exercise. Right. Um, um, exercise, though, it, I mean, naturally, it, it should make you feel better. Um, I've never met someone that did this and didn't feel better. Yeah. You know, um, you said, is that, is that endorphin release? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, naturally, it's going to have a positive impact on your hormones mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and what you're feeling. It's, it's, um, yeah, I mean, people, you know, hear about runner's high and some mm-hmm. people don't think that's real sometimes, but it's um, definitely real. One of my favorite things to do is just go out for a run on a beautiful day and mm-hmm. you know, sometimes have a little bit of coffee first and, and just, it, it feels, yeah. my body feels amazing. Yeah. My mind feels amazing. It's like it's where you should be. Yes, yes. Um, having the sun, yes, yeah, having the light. sun, feeling the breeze Being outside. There's not many better feelings than that. No, for, in my life, um, not, not if you're present in that moment. Yeah, exactly. And it's um, like the understanding that, like, that is something that you're designed to do, uh-huh. and there's a reason that it, it like turns on that part of your genetic makeup. You yeah, know? And but, you can't you can't replicate that. But just moving your body, I'll speak, I'll speak for myself. Sure. Moving my body feels good, and I. And I was listening to a conversation, um, and I don't re- exactly recall her name, but right off my head, but uh, she's a, a doctor that studies the science of um, exercise and, and, and primarily just um, how it impacts your brain and your nervous system. And, and, and people who exercise greatly, they, I mean, they have a completely different nervous system and, and hmm. brain and makeup than people who are sitting and, and not, not being sedentary. Yeah, being yeah, sedentary. Um, so it feels good. Yeah. Uh, like changes you as a person. Yes. Oh, yeah. It changes your DNA. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Um, exercise and, and you know, diet um, are probably two of the simplest things that a person can incorporate into their life that has such a dramatic positive impact. The um, biggest return on investment. Yes, like, yes. The lowest amount of effort. It's, it's something that we all can yeah. have control over. Sure. Um, you know, we all can control what we're putting into our bodies for, for the most part. Yep. Um, and you know, if you can't make it to a gym, you know, everyone can go out for a walk or a run right. or do some push-ups or some squats. Or right. I mean, it's something we all can control. I, I wonder how many people think that like that's not enough. Like you, you sit there and like we, we're on the other side of that bridge, mm-hmm. right? And other people are on, maybe they're on the, the front of, at the front of the bridge, like they're looking at the bridge or they're on the bridge trying to navigate through it. And they're like, you know, they're saying that, but they're, they don't really believe it. Like they're, they're, they're just saying that. Like they, they have this, they have a different perspective or maybe like it's easy for them to say because they're there. But like, I wonder how many people give themselves obstacles by thinking that like just going for a walk isn't enough or just doing push-ups isn't enough or you just have, choosing to eat healthy isn't enough. Yeah. And it's like, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Agreed. And it's like, but it, but it is enough. Yeah. That's what we're saying is like, no, like you, th- like you people, I think that people think there is a, not a magic pill. Cause that's, that's overplayed. But like, they think that there's a secret recipe for this outcome. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand that like it's a simple recipe. Mm-hmm. It's like it is. you eat meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruits, 
slim bit of starches, don't eat any sugar. Yeah. Primarily protein. Yes. Drink water. Don't drink alcohol at the time. Yeah. And, and it is very simple. And then move, move your body to yeah. be active. Yeah, but you have, to, easy. you have to be consistent with it. That, that's the change. Um, like if, I don't see, if people think if they don't see results in a week or two, it's like it's not working. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You don't understand. Do it, do it for a year, and yeah. you'll be a completely different person. Yeah. You'll like, have a completely different body. You'll have a... So I was a different mind. You'll have a different mind. You'll, um, uh, Peter Atia is a a doctor that, that I, I, um, that I like to to listen to. He's been on Joe Rogan's podcast Mm -hmm. a number of times. He's a physician. He's an MD. He has switched his focus essentially to understanding the science behind longevity. Mm -hmm. Um, and he, he does I mean, he swims from, um, like between islands in Hawaii, he'll, he'll go on like set, like uh, for 24 hours. hours. Yes, he yeah. does these insane yeah. uh, swims and endurance um, challenges. But he was talking to Joe Rogan, and they, they were essentially talking about how the the two most impactful things on a person's health and longevity are what you eat and mm-hmm. how you exercise. Right. Um, there's a lot of other things that have benefits that can contribute, but those are the two most impactful things. And those are things that most people just don't have the discipline to do. Um, and um, more so paraphrasing here, but I, I like the way they, they, they put it. Um, you, you can completely change the dimension of life that you live in. Absolutely. If, if you can just get those two things right. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you ever... I want to make sure I communicate this right away that it doesn't come across the, the wrong way. Do you ever think about the completely different like reality and paradigm people live in around you when you're just out in public? Yes, yes. And it's like what must it like what must it be like to exist the way you exist? Yeah. So so, so many people are are living in these you know, but let, let's be honest, most people have a job that they don't like. Yeah. They have dreams and aspirations that seem so far away. Yes. And they, they have relationships that aren't fulfilling. Yes. And <clears throat> yeah, and they're, they, they don't even have the, the energy to, um, to pursue their dreams and to yes. get out of the situations that are making them happy. Yeah. Um, and, and that goes back to what, what Peter here was talking about. There's a lot of things that make a person who they are right but a lot of what makes someone who they are is you know how they feel how mm-hmm. much energy you, you have um you know if, if if you can optimize your nutrition yep. if you can be consistent with exercise and get that down you'll right. you'll change how you feel yes. you'll, you'll change the amount of energy you have you'll and and from there it's a it's a trickle of trickle down effect. Oh, absolutely. You, you'll you'll change um you know what your dreams and goals are your change you'll, you'll essentially change your potential in life if you have more energy if you um, have more mental capacity mm-hmm. you, know, you can start pursuing things yeah that are important I mean give you meaning just think about how much how much you do I mean I, I have a very demanding Monday through Friday mm-hmm. corporate leadership job yeah um, you know you and I were both kind of getting into real estate we're learning that you know I, yeah. I have tenants um, I'm a private chef. I yep. cook for people on the side. I have clients that cook for every oh, yeah. week. Uh, 
You're a high-performing and functioning individual. I am constantly learning. I set aside at least an hour a day to listen to a podcast by some type of expert in their field, whether it's nutrition, exercise, leadership, emotional intelligence related. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think what some people forget is, like we were talking about before we started the podcast, we we only have so much energy as as people. And um, we're... We have, I think if, if you can get the exercise and nutrition piece down, you'll just have more potential to show attention to things that are important to you in life. You'll have more energy, you'll have more mental capacity. You'll, you'll essentially be changing your physiology around what you can start pursuing in life. Right. Um, you almost like open doors that are You open doors closed. that are currently closed. Yeah. Um, I mean, how many people do you know that wake up every morning, they have to drink several cups of coffee just to get themselves awake? Yeah. They go to a job, they hate all day. By the end of the end of work, they're exhausted. Yeah. They'll go home, eat a pizza, and distract, and, themselves, and, and distract themselves, and crash and go to bed. Yeah. They have, As most people's life on repeat. Yes. And they have they don't have the energy or the focus to start working on those side hustles. They don't have that they don't purpose. purpose. Like they, they don't have a reason to get out of that cycle. This, yeah. They know the cycle is killing them and that the cycle is making them miserable, depressed, and anxious and unhappy. But, like, they don't even have I shouldn't say they don't even, I don't know. I'm just speculating. But it seems to me that without a purpose in their life, there's no reason to break that cycle. It's just, it's just, true. yeah, it's like a, it's like a, an acceptance that this is my life and that this is what fate has in store for me. And, it's, it's like as, as sickening as it is, it's like, well, I guess this is life. Yeah, it's, it's very sad. Yeah, yeah. Because like, if, if they had a reason to break the mold, they would take action. Mm-hmm. But if they can't conceptualize a purpose to their life, then why would they take action to do anything differently? They, they just accepted their fate. Yeah. And just, I mean, I, I mean, a lot of people I care about are, yeah. are, are in those boats. Same, same. And it's not, it's not easy to see. Well, that, well that, that's what's really meant for. Yeah. You know. Like that's exactly what I'm through. Because I think I started to know as a trend mm-hmm. people, especially especially with young men, but with people just across the board, it's like and I don't I don't, I don't mean to say that like people had accepted their fate and that that'd be some like dark, you know. But no, I process, I know but a lot of people have just accepted their current situation as their reality and they're just existing and getting existing by and getting is exactly through. the word. And they're not living at their full potential. They're not thriving in life. And that's, that's what I'm passionate about, yeah. is to Absolutely. figure out how to optimize my... Where were you going? You were saying that people... Yeah, so people just are existing, existing and, and not really not really thriving in life. Um, which is, honestly, which is very sad to see, especially for sure. in, with people that you care about. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people just don't have the knowledge to start to dig themselves out of the holes they're creating for themselves. I want, I want to ask your opinion on something. This is a thought process that I've had for a, a, a little over, probably a year now, that I've just had to entertain, and I've mentioned it to people before, but have, have, you, read, have you read Atomic Habits by James Clear? Atomic Habits? No, that's okay. Uh, it's, it's, that doesn't really matter. They, I took away something from that book that changed my perception of people, and it's to get to the outcome they want to get to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that people don't realize, and something that I've learned is like, we are a byproduct of our habits every day, the things we choose to do. Yeah. But 
it's identity, right? So yeah. I wonder how many people have this idea that they want to be healthy and be fit and be active and look better naked and feel better and have more energy. And like, they see that as like a, an avatar, mm -hmm. but they feel like it's fake. It's out of reach. Yeah. It's out of reach, but it more, but that, and also like it's act, it's an actual, it's, it's a lie for them. Like for someone to say that I want to be healthy, like, and they start going to the gym. I wonder how many people perceive that as like a false identity and like in, intrinsically they know that it's not true. So it, it fails at the beginning Yeah. because here's the thing that I've noticed that with people that are actually living the lifestyle that I hear people say they want, right? It's a trace, but something with you, some of the people that I've you know, worked with that I know that are successful, the people that say they want to be healthy, say that I, I need to exercise and go to a gym to be that person. But they don't think about the fact that like that is three to five hours of their week mm -hmm. out of 168 hours. Right. Yes. So That's when I talk to someone like you, you are for most people, you're the goal that they want to get to in the sense of your health and the fitness. Right. Um, and things that you do are consistent with a person that is healthy. Like you exercise every day. That's something you do. Yeah. You focus on your nutrition. You fast, you eat whole foods, you only process food. But more than that, like how much of your time do you spend listening to podcasts and consuming content that make you into a better person? A good bit of time. So a good a bit lot of time. time. Yeah. Right. So, so most people, so knowledge is power. For sure. I mean, you, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. I know, I know people who think going to Subway and getting a sub is a nutritious meal. And right, that's a, that's what a you say? garbage. Um, <laughs> So people just, they don't know. So I, I, I make the time to educate myself yeah. and teach myself. And I learn from credible people. I, I learn from world-renowned experts in, in their fields. Right. Um, so I, I, I make sure that I'm on top of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I make sure I'm optimizing my sleep. Right. Most, most people, their sleep they is so in front of a TV. Yeah. Or on the couch. But most people don't know how to optimize their sleep. Most people don't know how to, you know, um, they don't know how to do so many things. Yes. Um, I think you have to take a holistic approach to your, your health. Just going to the gym isn't it's enough. If, if afterwards you're going enough. home and drinking Cokes and eating cookies sure. and staying up and having like three glasses of wine with dinner and it's like every night of the yeah. week and it's like, yeah. um, you're missing the mark. So that, this is something I've told a few members to try to reshape their paradigm. And it's like, I'm not sure if you, if, what, what your perception is, but like, if you want to be someone who is healthy and fit and happy and has purpose, mm -hmm. that has to encompass your life to some degree. Yeah. And like when you're in the car driving somewhere, because we all go places, yeah. if you're on a walk, if you're walking to work, uh, if you're driving to and from work, like you can either listen to the bullshit news yeah. and listen to the newest music that comes out that's also giving you some messages that are bullshit yes. <laughs> or you can choose to choose a podcast that's going to make you a better person yeah. even if it's by one percent yeah but the people i see that, that are the healthiest and the fittest and ha are making the most progress in their lives are the ones that are optimizing their time with yes. with learning they're yes they're doing things that healthy people and fit people do mm -hmm. so they're reshaping their identities yeah in a way that is consistent with the person they want to be. Because if you say, I want to be healthy, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. Cool. 
you're still lying to yourself most of the time because you're not doing anything else to help exactly. exactly. But if you go to the gym three times a week and you eat whole foods and healthy foods and you don't buy crap and when you're in the car or you're at home, you're watching YouTube videos from professionals on how to be a better person or how to be healthier or you're listening to podcasts that, te- that talk about what is healthy nutrition or what should exercise do for you or why is fasting good for you or how you can optimize your health and wellness or your or your mental clarity or your emotional intelligence or your relationships and you're actually putting in the effort and doing the things that need to happen to fundamentally change you as a person those are the people i see they're making real change in their lives yeah. or you're reading books that make you better versus okay well I'm, everything's the same but now i work out well that's a yeah. good start but most of your identity is still in alignment with the person that you don't want to be exactly yeah yeah so like if you can talk like if you, but i know you had to go but like what is it what's an, what's a normal day for you like yeah yeah, what, yeah. And from like i wake up at this time i do this this is my first meal this is what my, what my first meal consists of like yeah. this is how i tie in my work schedule like so uh um, this is what i'm drinking this is when i'm going to bed so this is just a, a normal like weekday, like yeah. a Monday or Tuesday oh, yeah. or Thursday. Right. Um, I first off, I, I go to bed early. I'm Make usually sure in bed by nine thirty. Yeah, ten. Usually at the latest. Ten's late, but yeah, I, I, because we're but we're both but we're both twenty years old. Like, yeah. We're not like forty year old dudes with no, kids. No, no. Like we could easily be out going to bars yes. and having a party. I, I mean that that is a sacrifice. Like for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, it feels like it, at first it feels like it, and from people's perspective, it, might it doesn't be. feel like it anymore. But nah. people who aren't doing this, they yeah. they would they see the sacrifice. Yeah, for sure. Um, I so you're in bed by nine thirty. A bit in bed by nine thirty. I don't. I'm not looking at my phone in bed. I I don't have lights on. I don't. I'm not watching TV in yep. bed. No. You're essentially tricking your brain into thinking it's okay. daytime. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of lights. Yeah. Well, if, if you're staring at your phone and so there's lights on, there's, there's lights on. Um, your brain's getting cues that it's daylight outside. Yes, and that's why a lot of people have trouble falling asleep. Sure. But I put my phone away. Yep. I I knock right out. Same. I sleep all the way through. I don't. I never have an alarm. Yep. I, I wake up at usually six thirty every morning. Yeah. Just on the, literally on the dot. Yeah. Um, I try not to look at my phone for the first hour of the day. Yep. I'll try to. So you're not checking texts and emails? No, no. And then some, it's some, funny, some days it's harder to, to some days. harder than not. But most, the days you don't, for me, they're better. Yeah. But most people wake up and they grab their phone and they go to the restroom and sit in the toilet. They start getting distracted. Yeah. Um, I usually try to wake up, go outside, and just go for a walk. Yeah. Even if it's for 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, if the sun's out, get some sunlight in mm-hmm. your eyes. Um, and then I will um, maybe some, do some basic stretching, sure. some yoga and, and whatnot. And then I so will this just, is like 6.45, 7 a.m.? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, drink a bunch of water. Sometimes yeah. I'll make some some type of tea, some green tea. But I fast in the morning. Yeah. Um, come to CrossFit at noon. Yeah. Um, usually after that, I'll go home. I'll so what happens between 7 and noon? So I'm usually in work meetings. I'm yeah. working. Um, um, and you can say you're fasting, just like you're not water. eating, you're just drinking water, drinking green tea sometimes. Yes. And then you're taking meetings probably virtually through Zoom. Yes, yeah, 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 Teams meetings. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or I'm just doing my job. Yeah. Uh, if I am having like any like, like administrative time where I'm just like on my computer doing stuff, I'll I'll have a podcast out in the background and pay attention. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, start start learning, start consuming yeah. stuff. Um, CrossFit at noon. Usually I'll have to come back and I'll, I'll usually have a meeting at one, yeah. one, one thirty. Yeah. 
Usually my first meal of the day is at two, between two and three. Right. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll have a, usually it's, it's you know, a grass-fed ribeye steak with some local, you know, organic eggs. Sure. Uh, sometimes. So some protein, 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 healthy fats. Protein, healthy fats, avocado, yeah. some, some, I'll have a couple organic bananas, some, something. Well, you have like balance, you have fat, protein, carbs. Yeah. But all from Whole Foods. Yes. And it's a gigantic meal. Sure. Um, and because I fasted, because I came here and exercised, yeah. I'll eat it and yeah. I won't really feel full afterwards. Yeah. I feel but, good. Yeah. I feel light. I feel energized. I recharge myself. Yeah. And then work the rest of the afternoon. Um, and usually have a, Usually after work wraps up, I what know, that? some days the five, sure. some yeah. days six, some days yeah. seven, yeah. Um, but usually I'll try to make time to listen to an hour of a podcast or some kind of educational discussion around sure. health, nutrition, fitness, yeah. leadership, emotional intelligence, something like that. Um, then I'll have a big dinner. Um, usually it's, again, some some more protein. If I'm eating red meat, it's... Yeah. Ideally local, ideally grass-fed, uh, grass-finished, which is like yeah, yeah. And people think that's being like too picky. No, it's not. There's value. If in you're that. eating a grass, if you're eating a cow that grew up in pastures eating grass its whole life, that's a completely different animal than a cow that is in a pen eating yeah. you know, grain. Well, it's like life. it's like going into Walmart or somewhere in the public and seeing a person that is like ten percent body fat, happy, yes. clear-headed. And then nourished, and then you see someone that's like 500 pounds and depressed and anxious and full of drugs and medicine yes. and keep them alive. Yes, the, the the healthier the animals you eat, the, they're the more different. nutrient. They're different. Animals. They're the same, but they're very different. Yeah. So when, when I, I drink cow milk, it's yeah. always local grass grass fed cows. Yeah. Um, if I eat cheese or butter, it's the same. It's it's the better products. Yeah. Yeah. You pay for it. Sure. Um, You're gonna pay for something. But if not, the food is the the quality of life and medical bills exactly. one day. Um, so, that, so that's usually, a, you know, dinner. A, yeah, dinner, seven, seven thirty. Seven, seven thirty. I actually stop eating, you know, usually by eight, eight thirty. Yeah. But my eating window is usually between two p.m. and like eight thirty to nine. Yeah. So you have like seven hours. Um, and I usually eat as much as I can in that, in yeah. that window, right. and I don't feel bloated with, with, with you know, lethargic. Yeah, for sure. Um, and. I feel great. I sleep great. Yeah. Come nine o'clock, I'm, I'm ready to go to sleep. Yeah. And nine thirty, and and yeah. And now some days are different. Sometimes I'm, I'm I have networking meetings, or sure. I cook for clients a lot of times right. in, in the uh, in the evenings. Um, uh, yeah. And, you know, the framework is the same. The, the framework is generally the same. What's funny is like you just told someone literally a step by step instructional manual how to make their life better. Yeah. And now that and that that's the the hardest part about for me as a coach or what I do is like you can give people the answer mm -hmm. and then it's up to them to do it. It's up to them to give you credibility and to believe what you're saying, and that's their decision to make. But if you don't follow the advice of the people that are living the like living with the outcome that you want for yourself, yeah. well then that's where. Uh, that's why I'm such a big proponent of introspection and personal reflection and personal development. Because like you have to understand what about you makes you want to resist the the literal plan that you just laid out. Mm -hmm. So if someone listens to this and they're like, I'm really motivated to get healthy and be happy and make my life better. And 
look a certain way or feel a certain way and be a certain person. But when someone lays out a plan for you and you don't want to follow it, that's a moment to pause and introspect and ask what about that makes me uncomfortable. That's what it is. It's it's, it's discomfort. Well, yeah. I mean, people are very, even though people are living a life that is not fulfilling, that's not meaningful, um, they're somehow comfortable with the, the, yeah. the reality they've made for themselves. For sure. And breaking out of that is overwhelming. Oh, very overwhelming. It seems interesting. It seems, yeah, it seems out of reach, but you just have to, instead of looking at the end goal, which usually seems so far away, you, 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 have, you just have to yeah, take the first step yeah. and, and build momentum and yeah. just pick something, just do something, yeah. like do something different. Like if, if like I, I got because I have to break myself out of that cycle all the time. Yeah, like I'll get I'll get caught in cycles where I'm just like, it's been two weeks and I've like I've binged a season of something on Netflix. And yeah. like I'm not very happy. Like why is that? Yeah. Well, I wonder, Cody. I wonder why. Like you go back to the framework you know works for yourself, yeah. and like that it's never a linear path. No, it's always back and forth, up and down. There's ebbs and flows and peaks and valleys. But the sooner, what I've, I've learned is that it's no one's ever on path all the time yeah but the people that are successful are the ones that are they course correct earlier yes and some people that might listen to this they, they've been off course for a week yeah or you, have to, a year. you have to be very self-aware yes and, and take a look at yourself yeah, to be honest that's like, where am i screwing up that's yeah. it and that's a hard conversation to have with yourself yeah and then i i gotta run but i'll, I'll say one more quick thing yeah um, if you look at most people that are successful in yeah. life and successful it's always subjective and it's subjective. everyone defines it their own but place. i'll speak for myself what makes me happy and satisfied and what makes me enjoy life is feeling like I am continuously learning and growing and improving. Uh, Like the scariest thing for me is having these goals, but like going year by year and being in the same place Hmm. as I was last year, Um, having the same body as I did last year, having the same mindset. So not growing. I mean, I'm, I don't like to, the word obsessed is kind of like, has a negative connotation, but I am, I am obsessed with, um, growing and like growing as a person, growing spiritually, growing emotionally, growing in my health, my fitness, my, like, yeah, I want to feel like I'm constantly growing and improving. And if I'm not, I kind of take a little look at, okay, well, what's distracting me from that? And then you kind of have to cut those things out. Hmm. That's it. That's absolutely the truth is like to, to be aware that like, you don't, there's no, you don't get to play this game again. I was literally just going to say that now, I mean, depending on what you believe, you know, sure. As far as we know, we have one shot at this life. Yes. Why would you not want to make it the best life you possibly can? And I can tell you, I don't care who you are, what you say. If you are not a healthy person, you're, you're not going to get to where you want to be in life. Full circle for, yeah, it, it literally starts with, how you're taking care of your body because your body is is what is essentially equipping you to do what you want to do right there's a you don't have your health you have nothing no absolutely not because like everything external is a reflection of the internal yeah as a person like if intrinsically or internally there's something wrong there's something that's out of out of alignment that's going to express itself in your life so if your life's in chaos introspect and figure out what part of your yourself is in chaos mm-hmm. And like you said, if you're, if you can't control your health and your body and your wellness, there's a good chance that you're not controlling 
anything else of value in your life. Exactly. Yeah. Professionally, relationally, in your environment. Yeah. And if you're if you're someone who's like struggling in your job, like being a healthy fit, you'll literally be sharper cognitively. Yeah. You'll you'll be able to quick think quick think think quickly yeah. on problem your solve. on your feet, problem solve. Um, you'll you'll thrive in so many other areas of your life that really aren't necessarily fitness related because you have a healthier brain. Your hormones are working properly. You're more effective. You're more being. effective. You're a more effective human being in every aspect of life. Your emotions are going to be um, more in. in um, most people who are unhealthy who have screwed up guts. Your mm-hmm. gut is what controls your emotions. You know the release of serotonin, all these things. And right. You have to be a, a healthy person if you want to get your emotions under your wrap. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, anxiety and depression. We can get we can talk oh, about yeah, this forever. <laughs> I don't know many healthy people who are depressed and anxious. No, there are few far between. I I, I, I don't, I'm not. I, yeah, I haven't. No, no, I don't know. I don't remember the last time I felt those emotions. Felt those emotions. Yeah. There's. I, I think that there's probably a pretty, and not this isn't an altruism, but there's probably a lot. There's probably a high correlation of people that have like less than. Men, fifteen percent body fat. Women, twenty-two percent body yeah. fat, and their quality of life and their mental and emotional health. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty damn happy all the time. I, yeah, I feel pretty damn good all the time. Yeah, um, it's unusual where I will go through a day where I, I feel like something it's a little wrong. cloudy or something. Like yeah. every once in a while, but yeah, for sure, happens. Most times, I I feel like my body is working at its optimal level, yeah. level, and I'm still yeah, I'm still still have things to learn. Yeah, sure, really. But that's the thing. It was you, you're excited to learn them. Yeah, yeah, dude. Awesome conversation. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Of course. Oh, we'll, do that. we'll do that again. There's a lot of conversations we need to have. All right, guys. That's, that's it. Good. See you next time. Thank you for taking the time to listen, and we hope you learned something. If you have comments or questions on this topic, or if you have a topic that you'd like to discuss or hear us cover, please email us at cfmountainisland@gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram at CrossFit Mountain Island. Our intention with this podcast is to share knowledge and life experience to help empower, educate, and improve our listeners and our communities. Please take a minute to share this podcast with a friend and leave a review on Apple Podcasts for our show so that other people just like you can find our show. If you're on Facebook, join our Facebook group titled Fitness, Nutrition, and Mindset in Charlotte, North Carolina to continue to learn about personal development strategies and how to make your life better. Have a great day. Until next time.